Hey y'all, Keisha and Taylor here. Before we get into the podcast, we want to invite you to SFL Conference on July 22nd and 23rd. Registration is open, but spots are limited this year, so be sure to register today. Just follow the link in the description for more information. Okay, guys, so we are doing all sorts of new things today. Um, We're giving Jack a run for his money on this technical stuff. We have our guest speaker for our SFL conference, Melissa Moss, in the house. And then we have Keisha could not be here, so she's actually Skyped in, and we're just watching her on a screen, and her voice is in our ears. So, Keisha, tell us where you are. I actually, I had to look it up because I really don't even know what town I'm in, but um, I am in West Texas. I think it's a town called Eastland. Um, We are on a 12-day rodeo run, I guess you'd say. We're hauling our bulls between Texas and Oklahoma over the next 12. We left on Wednesday, and we do not come home. We left last Wednesday and don't come home until Sunday. Keisha's doing the super mom thing. She's podcasting and she's got both of her kids in the car. So if you guys hear noise in the background, it's probably precious Priscilla. Yes, we're actually sitting in a gas station parking lot because we're staying in a camper at a friend's house for like on a layover spot right now and there's not great service there. So we've been in this parking lot for an hour and (laughs) Silla was like, are we done yet? I'm like, not yet, just hang on. (laughs) (laughs) She's a trooper. She Um, is a trooper. She's going to want to be heard. Yeah, now that we've acknowledged (laughs) her presence. (laughs) she's gonna she's gonna want her moment um so we wanted to hop on before we were originally supposed to do this podcast with me Keisha and everybody in one place me Keisha and Melissa in one place but Keisha couldn't be here so what we decided we wanted to do was have her conference in and us just tell you guys all the new things we have coming up for SFL conference 2022 if you were at last year's conference a lot is different and we're super excited about it but the biggest difference is is that we have a guest speaker and our guest speaker there could be no better person is Melissa so Melissa you can say hi hey (laughs) she's nervous (laughs) very nervous but um you know what she's fearless yeah but um and so Keisha and I whenever we were talking about who we wanted to be our first guest speaker we were like we came to Melissa and we were both like yeah and then later we were like why didn't we like that was perfectly obvious because so much of her story is about fearlessness and so we're super excited for Melissa to join us this year we're going to talk about fearlessness in a little bit, but um, Keish, let's talk about how we even came to the theme of fearless. I feel like, because when you said that earlier, we were talking about it, I was like, where did that come from? So where did, because what a lot of, a lot of the times what Taylor and I'll do is we'll, um, we'll just, we'll just start praying about it. We'll start praying about it. We'll start seeking God. Where does God have us, you know, in our word, in the Bible, in devotionals, things like that. 
And um, as we were kind of looking into starting to make the video with Jack, Fearless just kept popping up. Right. And in um, and, and, and other conferences and old videos, and it kept popping up in random places. And then the Lord kind of started downloading, and Taylor and I both, I feel like we kind of both come to the mm-hmm. same agreement that the culture that we're in and what we're living in we have to be fearless. We have right. to be. It's not optional. You know, we can't, we cannot allow ourselves as Christians to get wrapped up in the fear mongering that's going on in the world that we yeah. live in right now. And so, um, no better time than now to empower women to be fearless. So, right. um, I, I feel like prayer and then, um, God just putting it out there in front of us to show us a uh, confirmation. Right. So, Yep. It was one of the words that was on that God gave me at the very beginning of the year. And so then when we started talking about it and Keisha said she had been hearing that too from God, we were like, let's make that the conference. Cause surely if, if it speaks to us, then it's going to speak to, to more than just us. So um, let's talk about the things that are different at this year's SFL. So like I said, if you came to last year's, It was fun and we loved it. But one thing that we really wanted to do this year was um, was make it an experience. Because I think we've all all three of us, Keisha, Melissa and I have all been to it's a conference out of Colorado. It's called Arise. And one of the things we all love about that conference is that they set up moments for you. And it's just very like intentional with those moments. And then also you get a lot of time with your girlfriends. Like you get a lot of time to spend with the friend that you came with. And so we really wanted to give people opportunities to connect with each other for this year's SFL. And so one of the ways that we decided to do that was to have an after party at our Friday. So if you come Friday night, then you're going to get to have a VIP to our SFL after party. And there may or may not be a karaoke machine. I don't know. (laughs) There has to be a karaoke machine. And Jack, uh, Jack's going to be there helping. And he's got to hear my Miranda Lambert voice, but because I've been trying to tell him, I sound like Miranda Lambert. He doesn't believe me. (laughs) Uh, I haven't heard it either. So we'll all get to hear at the same time, whether or not Keisha sounds like Miranda Lambert. So, yeah, we're excited about that. We're excited that if you come, you don't just get to hear a message, which is necessary and, you know, the purpose for coming. But you're also we're setting up time for you to have like memories made with the people who came with you. And I think that's something that's almost just as powerful as sitting through a sermon when you go to like women's conferences. So we're excited about that. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm excited, and this one's random, and I don't even know if we talked about it, but all of our conferences have always been very girly and foo-foo and, like, soft. And right. um, I, I don't think she's getting to. a call. Joshua is calling me on my phone right now. Peyton, will you call Dad? Um, and how do you just say no can y'all still hear me yeah we can't see you but we can hear you 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have Peyton call her dad. He doesn't even know. He knew I was podcasting right now, but he but didn't know. You've been there for 45 minutes. Um, so. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm so excited about is how loud and in your face and fun and colorful. Like this one's going to be so different than anything we've done before. Yeah. So it's going to be so like um, fearless, like it matches fearless. So that's not right. even something we talked about, but that's something that I'm super excited about. And I know that Kelsey is kind of, um, she's yeah. over our design team. She is a little right. nervous about this one, but I'm so excited about I am it. Too. That, I told you that was one of my favorite things about like all of our graphics and stuff. Cause most things are very um girly and florally and we were like can we do like a graffiti wall <laughs> like, yeah. it was fun so um something else that this year that we're doing that we've never done before but i'm really excited about are the food trucks oh yeah i um, do that one's going to be so cool. Um, we're going to have time to, uh, we're going to have a food truck there all day that serves hot coffee. Yes. Like, for real. So, in our breaks, guys, one. you can go get coffee. Yes. And this truck, I, um, I met this lady at a, um, as she was at the Dayton Food Trucks one time. Her coffee and her food is absolutely amazing. And what I love is she's so excited to be a part of this. She's not just a food truck showing up to make money. She's excited to be a part of the women's ministry uh, that we're doing. And I can see awesome. building a relationship with for a long time with her through this. Yeah. Um, but she'll be there all day on site serving coffee. Her lunches are amazing. And um, so I'm excited. I'm excited about that. That's a new aspect this year as well that we're really excited about. Right. And then the last surprise that we have for everybody attending SFL conference is we are going to do a live recording of the SFL podcast during our session. So we're super pumped about that. Yeah, we had the idea to do, uh, what do they call it? Panels. What is it? A panel. Say that again. A panel. Like where oh, you have a group of people okay, so, and you're asking them questions. Yeah. So at our uh, church conference last year, they did a panel, which I thought was really cool. And uh, Taylor and I was like, we are going to do a panel, a panel of women. And in our meeting last week, Jackson was like, how cool would it be to do a live podcast with a panel? And so um, right. for the women, maybe live too far and can't make it. Um you know, that's something that they can still hear and be a part of some of what we do there at SFL conference. Right. But I think the people in the crowd, the people who do come and are a part of it will feel a part of something. Yeah. And so um, I'm really, really excited about that as well. Yeah. And uh, the topic that we nailed down was like how to be fearless in culture. So we're going to talk yeah. about that and that's going to be our live podcast. So we're super excited. I think that that's a super necessary topic, especially right now. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we don't know how the logistics of doing a podcast live is going to be, but it's going to be fun. We're going to figure it out because that's what, what Jack does. Do know, what we do know is that Jackson Lawson is absolutely amazing and he's so good at it. And I'm not even like worried about it at all. I just know he'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> Me too. But so, yeah. Well, guys. I am, I'm going to let my girls say hi because they've been sitting here for an hour. Peyton, silly, I want to say hi. Peyton yeah. is shaking her head no. <laughs> She's 13, so that makes sense. Say hi. Hello. 
Hi, Syl. Syl's so sweet. Hi. Syl, are you having fun on your uh, bull vacation? Are you having fun? Yeah. Yes, I got her a toy so she'd have something to play with while we podcast. So, uh-huh. anyways, well, we are gonna run in and get a few things, and then we're gonna head out back to the ranch. This was so good, Mel. I love you. I love you. I'm so sad that you're there and I'm not there, but I'll see you soon. Yes, can't wait. All right, y'all have fun. I can't wait to hear the rest of y'all's podcast later. You're listening to the SFL podcast. Okay, guys, we are really excited about having Mel at this year's SFL conference. Um, For for a lot of you, you probably know who she is. She's been with SFL from the very beginning, just about, like almost exactly. Um, So she's spoken at a lot of our SFL stuff before we had like quote unquote conferences, like when we just have SFL nights and those were always a lot of fun. But um, I'm also aware that a lot of you guys don't maybe know who Mel is. So, Mel, give us like a sky view of who you are, what's going on in your life right now. Okay, so I uh, am Melissa Moss. Hey, hey. (laughs) And I have two girls who are 10 and 13, Reagan and Taylor. Reagan's the oldest one. Taylor's the youngest one. And I've been married to uh, my man, Jared. Mm -hmm. For 11 years, um, this past March was 11 years for us, and we recently moved to San Antonio because uh, he joined the military, and the Lord brought us to San Antonio. Right. And I'm a homeschool mom. Um, the January before COVID hit, the Lord said, hey, let's homeschool. And As that's I why just, you listen to the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's why you listen to the Holy Spirit. Um, I just actually had gotten my associate, associate's degree in education to oh, be wow. a teacher. And then the Lord said, hey, homeschool. And I'm like, all right, everything <laughs> I just learned in school, I can apply it to my kids. So that's awesome. Homeschool mom. Um yeah, just moved to San Antonio, uh, meeting people out there, uh, making connections. We found a church out there. So yeah, just. it's been fun to follow your life from social media. Um, but one of the things that we like about I keep saying we the we is going to be me and Keisha. I know like <laughs> she's not like here, it. <laughs> but it's we, me and Keisha. Yeah. But uh, I know I said this is a minute ago, but so much of your life has been about fearlessness. And even just your move to San Antonio was a fearless move. Yeah. But also one of my favorite things about Mel is uh, I just from knowing you and knowing some of your story yeah. was sort of like watching the progression from someone who was like afraid to pray out loud yeah. to someone who's now like speaking in front of crowds of people yeah so like how did how did that happen well I have to of course tell the story because I'm a storyteller and you have to have the full picture of it but we were at um the first conference in college station that y'all had invited me to all of it was fairly new to me I was so nervous to to meet new people all the things and we were eating lunch or dinner or something like that at a little restaurant and I felt like I knew the Holy Spirit was telling me to go pray for this girl. Uh But at the time, I didn't even know what that meant. Like, (laughs) am I hearing the Lord? I don't know. What do I do? But I was like, I I keep having this thought over and over to go do that. 
And and so I was like, I think I asked you or Keisha, and I was like, I think I'm supposed to do this. And you are like, go do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, okay. So I like walk over, and I just met the girl the night before. Right. So that was already nervous nervousness, you know. So I walk over there, and I'm like, hey, I think I'm supposed to pray for you. And she's like, yeah, all right. Like, she is in it. And I just closed my eyes, put my hand on her belly, and prayed in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't you tell her? Didn't didn't even open my mouth. No words came out. I was going to battle in my mind for this girl and never said a word. And it was amazing. It was amazing. But, but yeah, that was, that was the beginning of the journey. And, Honestly, um, where we are now, it's just been taking a risk with the Lord, just like in that moment. Right. And then in those moments, him giving me the confidence of who he's called us to be is right. step out when he says to step out. Yeah. And so now I'm like, hey, give me, give me the mic. Give me something because I want to talk about Jesus because he that. changed my life. So that's that's been a very short short ex- um, explanation of the journey of right. from there to here. <laughs> so. And I love that. I even love that, like, you stepped out in, to some people who are, like, not afraid to pray out loud. Yeah. You know, you've been doing it your whole life. That might seem silly, like, yeah. oh, she was afraid to pray out loud. Like, that's, what's, what's the big deal yeah. for praying out loud? But that was a huge step of fearlessness yeah. that you took. And because you were not afraid to answer that call or maybe because you were afraid and you did it anyways God has brought you more and more and more and now you're like who was that girl right like I I don't even recognize her anymore you know but I love that I got to see that girl I was about to say I think it's that girl um is gives you such a heart for people yes yes because yeah it's that's one of the biggest things about you that I love And one reason that I'm so excited that you're speaking at this conference and that I know a lot of people are, um, that you lead with your heart. Like Mm -hmm. you meet people with your heart. You have such a gift for making people feel seen and heard and all those things. And I think all of that, you know, I like how God weaves our stories and like our experiences shape who we are. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, like when you have experiences like fear and feeling like what are they going to think about me mm-hmm. sort of gives you um, a soft heart toward people yeah. to make them not want to ever have to feel like what is someone going to think about me right right and I love that about Thanks, you Kay. you're welcome I love that um you know one of the other things that you told me as a kid and you can be tell me if I'm wrong but weren't you like a really nervous kid too? oh my goodness like this is probably a little TMI for the podcast beeps, but <laughs> do we're it, going do it. there we're going there to where I used to be so scared of talking to people mm-hmm. that lunch line fourth grade that's the story yeah, that that's I remember the story. <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty bad guys but to where like in the lunch line in like fourth grade you know, you get your little tray, go up to the cafeteria lady, and she's like, mashed potatoes, green beans, you know. <laughs> but to where I would be so scared to even say, I what want you this wanted. or that, yeah. that I would physically get sick. Yeah. And, yeah, every day, every single day, I would be so scared to even talk to the lunch lady of telling her what I wanted. Yeah. And I, I had told my mom that as an adult, and she was like, 
why didn't you tell me I would have packed your lunch? <laughs> and I was like, why didn't I tell oh, you? Man. You know, so. But yeah, it it has been probably one of the bi- biggest obstacles of getting over that fear of speaking. Yeah. But I, I believe that that's one of the reasons the enemy attacked it so hard. I think so, too. You that's know? what I was going to say. I think he comes hard after your giftings. Yeah. Like, because it's a gift on your life that he, like, as as much as you have that gift, you're also going to have that battle. Right. 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 Like, they're going to be equal to one another. And I, I see that in your life. Yeah. And I think that's what I love about just your fearless journey in, like, just the gradual ways that you've had to overcome fearlessness and then just, or had to grow fearlessness. Yeah. But I like watching that in your life um one of the things that I really wanted to talk about was just and get your beat on is like why do you think in 2022 it's important to have a podcast talking about fearlessness so that I will be honest this this question I sent her the questions early what is that? it? I yes. Said, I sent her yes. the questions early. She sent, you sent the questions early. I'm so thankful because I had to chew on this one because I was like, I, I know it's in me, but how do I v- verbalize right. it, yeah. you know? But to where I, I truly believe like it is so important for us at this time, uh, just as Keisha was saying earlier, like, you know, the world is going wild right, right now, you know, and the enemy is after our core beliefs. And if we, um, you know, are solid in our core beliefs, it sets our foundation to where when things come at us, COVID, whatever the case, we are concrete in knowing that the Lord has our back. The Lord is in control. The Lord is, you know, is what's setting everything um, in motion to where we're able to go, hey, God, I'm scared, but I trust you. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's one of the biggest things as a Christian today, like to maintain your fearlessness in trusting the Lord and keeping that as a core value, you know, like on Inside Out, the Disney movie Mm -hmm. to where whenever something bumped the core core value bubble or whatever you call it, it messed up so much of the other things in Going the body, in that you know, life, yeah. and to where I believe if that's fearlessness and trusting the Lord is as a core value, your foundation is set. Right. And so. that's our, um, our conference scripture is from Psalms 31 verse 25, I want to say, but it's bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her and she laughs without fear of the future. And I told Jack and Keisha when we were having our like powwow meeting that verse to me, because it's out of Proverbs 31. So you get like the whole Proverbs 31 progression. And at the very end, it says bold power and glorious majesty are wrapped around her. And I was like, man, when you do all this, when you live your life, like, you know, you put God's principles first when you trust in the Lord. Whenever you do all of that stuff, all of that stuff leads to fearlessness. Yeah, like you don't just go to bed one day and wake up fearless. Right. You get the opportunity yeah. to overcome it. Yes. Like that's how it works. You don't you don't just magically grow fearless. Right. Well, and too, I I think even in in the moments of I'm scared, you know, it's an open invitation to go, hey, God, I trust you. That's so good. You know, Mm -hmm. like and then you're building this beautiful trust bridge with the Lord to where to where, um, you know, you're going, I trust you in this. 
mm-hmm. then you become and then it's so cool to where like you get authority over that right and then when you get authority over it you're taking ownership over that so bad good. boy you know and to where you're like i i yes i was scared but god showed up right and that made me fearless in that moment so right just invitations of trusting him in in that in those moments and and right. to me i believe that's where like our power or his power comes through us you know yeah I've noticed in my own life, like one thing, I think that God sometimes, especially when it comes to maybe like fear, um, the things that like you're most afraid of, he lets you overcome them by uh, just facing them. Yeah. And so like one thing, there was this song in the 1990s by Jackie Velasquez. You should all go find it if you've never heard it, but it was called Paper Tigers. And it was talking about how... um, she was afraid, but then she realized that these were only paper tigers that were chasing her. And I always think about that because there's times that I'm like so afraid of something. And then I realize it really has no bite. Yeah. Like it's, it's ruled my life for this long. I've been afraid of rejection. I've been afraid of failure. I've been afraid of all of these things, but truly they were only paper tigers. Yeah. And I know, like, personally, one thing, like, I have a deep fear of rejection, mm-hmm. which I, I don't know if you do, I don't know if you ever have, but I admire that you are so, like, open to just, like, put yourself in front of people, even if you're like, I might be weird, or I might <laughs> be awkward, or all those things, which I tell her all the time, her awkwardness <laughs> is my favorite thing about her. And it's pretty awkward, guys. And, and she has the best <laughs> stories, and we'll have to end with one. Yeah. But um, every time I have an awkward moment, I ha- I think of a Melissa awkward moment, and I feel like I just giggle. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you I have you have such a way of like just meeting people, and you don't really care if they reject you. Like if they do, you're just like okay, yeah. and you just move on. Well, for me, that's like really hard. So I would like not do something if I felt like someone would reject me. And so the Lord was like, well, hey, let me give you a story in which your husband leaves you. Mm-hmm. And it feels like for no reason, you know, and it's one of those things where that was a fear of mine to not be loved, to, to be rejected. And what I found in going through that was that God was there and he was the same and he never changed and it didn't have the bite that I thought it would because I had God to fall on. Right. And I think sometimes like fearlessness comes just through experience and like facing down your fears and finding that they're not really like they're smoke and mirrors absolutely right um so if someone wanted to like practice fearlessness in their life what do you think like where's a good place for them to stop start but you might have already kind of said some of this but well I feel like a good place to start to become I guess on the journey of being fearless um is identifying your fears that's so good yeah because you can't overcome something if you don't know what it is that's so good you know so I think you know pray obviously ask the Lord to show you (coughs) where am where am I scared where am I fearful you know and then substituting the lie with his truth that's so good and okay, go. I have to cough, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Jack was just saying, I need to get y'all a cough mic. But, he does. but yeah, to where uh, first step, I believe, is identifying what you're scared of. That's and good. then sitting with the Lord and 
just working out that trust journey with him of how to overcome it and practical tools to do that. I love that. I love that with the scripture, especially because there's definitely a scripture for everything. Yeah. And a lot of the times I wouldn't just like tell people to Google, but (laughs) sometimes you can find it in Google. Google. Right. There's, there's usually like, I need verses for fear and you can find things like that. But, um, Let's talk about raising fearless kids. One thing, I will say this before you, because I really want to get Mel on this, because I know, like you were talking about how, as a kid, you face fear, and I know that you have have noticed that in different times in your own girls, mm-hmm. and had to like work that out with them. Right. But um, Lisa Bevere said something that I thought was really cool. She was She was talking about fear which this would apply to many things, but she was talking about fear. She said, whatever you don't battle, your kids will battle. Mm, And I was like, wow. Because the Lord told her, if you don't conquer this fear, and if you don't put it in its place, your sons are going to have to do that. Mm. You know, and so it's because we think, well, I can just live with it. Well, you're passing it down. Right, right. But let's talk. So with my kids, um... I think with the girls, it's it's been such a cool journey to where, like, when we moved to San Antonio, I really felt like the Lord was like, hey, I want to sit with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're great. You're great. <coughs> a tickle in her throat. Yeah, you uprooted your whole family. We did. We to- followed Jared. We He's totally, in the military. Yeah, we totally did. And it was, um, with that, it was very... I prayed for a year. Where we, where we, where do you want us, Lord? Where do you want us, Lord? For a full year, and just, um, it was, it was really beautiful to experience that with the Lord because it was, our heart was, I don't want to go anywhere without your presence going before me, yeah. And I will stay where in this moment, in this place. We lived in a house that was six hundred and forty-two square feet. Yeah, like our kitchen was our living room. Like it was yeah. tiny. But to where I was like, I don't want to move until you tell us to move, you know. But we we ended up in San Antonio, and it was so cool because I felt like the Lord in this season is saying, come away with me at the table. Aww. Yeah, and I'm getting to do that with the girls. Because Jared, so to say, we moved to San Antonio to be with Jared with the military, and then the military called Jared two and a half hours away. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I had to go through, okay, God, I know you called us here, but we thought it was for family. Right. And and I believe it is because he is on his off days able to come home. As If we lived over here, there would be absolutely no way. Yeah. But to where I feel like this time is sitting at the table with the Lord and the girls and just experiencing this time um, really pouring into the girls and helping them become fearless yeah. and going, creating a safe place to go, Hey, I hear you. That's okay to feel that way, but we're going to kick this thing in the teeth, I you know, that. and, and then walking through that together and giving them practical tools. So when they go out into the world, they go, Hey, this thought ain't happening. That's so good. You know, this is not happening to where, um, so just walking that out with them and, and the best that I can, you know, thank, yeah. thank God for the Holy job. Spirit. Yep. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Cause some days I'm like, I don't know where that came from, but thank you Lord. Because Isn't it great? You don't have to have all the answers yeah, cause you know amazing. the person who does. Yes. Yes. So just, just creating a safe place for them to be, um, 
you know, in, in those moments of fear mm-hmm. and going, okay, why are you feeling that? Let's get to right, the root right. of why Follow you're that. feeling that, yeah. you know, and then, oh, you feel it because of this. Okay. That's not truth. That's and then good. substituting that into that. I love so. that. And I like how you said it's because while they're in your house, you're training them to be able to live it when yeah. they're not at your house. Right. And I love that. Um, I'm working on Cass. He's three. And um, last night he was in bed and he was going, I'm a scared mom. I want you to be with me. I'm so scared. He just says these things. And I don't, I don't ever know if he's like actually scared, if he just doesn't want me to leave. And um, so I was like, I'm going to teach him that he's never alone, that yeah. God is always with him. And I got my like mom teacher voice on and I was like, Cass you know what, when mommy and daddy aren't with you, you know who's with you, and he, he, like, he was drinking out of his sippy cup, he pulled it down, and, like, got real serious, and he said, Nana, <laughs> I was like, you know, you know. No, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably, you're with Nana a lot, <laughs> she's his person, but um, I was like, God, Cass, yeah. God is with you, <laughs> but I like how you get to do that, even at a young age, I mean, Keisha's not on with us but she I remember this story and I don't know all the details I can't remember specifics but I think Peyton was like five and she was going to swim lessons and I remember that um we had asked her like she had to at the swim lessons they they would throw those sinking like pool toys to the bottom and she had to dive in and pick one up and um go back to the top and so I think her grandma asked her, like, well, were you afraid when you were down there? And she said, no, I knew Jesus was with me. Oh, and, like, she was five, yeah, you know. And yeah. so, like, it's never too early right. to teach that stuff. And some of us may have to start with us. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Y'all yeah. can learn together. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because I even say, too, I was like, I feel like, and and it took me a while to get to this place. But to where I was like, I could talk about the love of God all day long because I feel like I had coming to the Lord I felt unworthy of of love period yeah and so he had to like show me hey you are worthy of love girlfriend you know so I'm like I could talk about the love of God all day long Mm -hmm. but I feel like this season is sitting at the table getting in the word with him Mm -hmm. more than ever you know as before I did but now it's more than ever but as you said, it's never too early. It's never too late. Right. And that's what that's I so feel. Good. I you love know? that. And to where, and it took me a while to go, well, I could talk about the love, but I don't know the Bible, you know, yeah. front to back. They're hand in hand. It's yeah. not a this or that. Right. That's good. You know, to where it, and now I'm like, this is just where we're at. Cause I believe that if I tried to dive into the word, then it would just be a book. Yeah. As now, it's a love letter to me, mm-hmm. and I'm just consumed with it, you know. Right, but good. also teaching the girls how to do that, you know, right. and to where as along the journey, because we came to DCC when Reagan was two, Taylor was three months old, mm-hmm. you know, and so they've they've been in it their life, but and seen the struggles. That's crazy, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like their whole life. But I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful yeah. for it. Because I could just go on this whole podcast about how DCC saves so much of all aspects and of And I love life. that, too, because, like, obviously she does not want any longer go to the church yeah. that me and Keisha go to. 
And she stopped coming to our church even before she moved to San Antonio. Yeah. And there's like sometimes things are in your life for a season. Yeah. And that's that okay. Hard. That was a hard. Yeah. For it was once hard again, for us. <laughs> once again, a year. The Lord. I, I mean, to be honest, I thought it was the enemy coming in between us. And I'm like no like I was going to battle you know and then realizing the Lord was calling us out from DCC and I was no like I was stomping my feet all of that and I'm like absolutely not and then I remember I wanted to Jared and I wanted to well actually we got three different words from three different people in three different states of hey the Lord's calling y'all to go over here and by that third time we're like Okay, (laughs) (laughs) we should probably listen to this. (laughs) We can, you know, and so when we um, we wanted to, you know, be the be the ones to tell Pastor Wendy and David, Pastor David and Wendy, (laughs) that, um, you know, the Lord was calling us out or whatever. And um, our schedules weren't lining up. I didn't want anybody else to know before we talked to them, you know, that's wisdom. Yeah. And we FaceTimed. We had to FaceTime because our schedules just weren't aligning and when that screen popped up I immediately busted out crying and I'm like you're gonna make me cry I wasn't uh, even trying to cry today (laughs) Mel but I'm surprised I'm not yet Uh but but to where the screen came up and I just start bawling and I'm like no and they're like are y'all okay and we're like (laughs) they're like don't be telling us (laughs) you're getting a divorce (laughs) I'm like no I the Lord's calling us out, you know, and I, what I love about that whole thing was, um, pastor David said, you always have a home here, Aww. you know? And so coming back, it's just coming home. Yeah. I you know, that. so, um, yeah, but that was fearlessness. Yes. Yes. Yep. To where just, you know, and at that time I'll say we've gotten stronger in listening to the Lord, you know, but to where, well, it's not stronger. Scary. It's like you just, um, you're more attuned, I yes. guess. Like, you recognize it. Yeah. It's kind of like learning a new language a little bit. Right. Like the more you're around it, the more right. you hear, the more you respond, the more you understand. Right. And to where that was, that was probably one of the hardest decisions in following the Lord that week. Because this was home. This was saved our family, saved, saved our marriage. Yeah. You know, friendships. Um, it, it, it was complete community that we, we had found. We had loved. Right. You know, and he was calling us out. And yeah. Like, and like I was telling her when I saw her when she walked in, her family just seems to be thriving where they are. So it's OK to trust God because he's got your best interest at heart. And I, and I will say that, too, to where I'm like this season, like we've we've gone through some hard things for sure. You know, but I'm like this season, I feel like it's fun. Like yeah. that's the word for the season. Yeah. is Rest, fun, like we we made it we made it through the hard hiccup you know to where obviously there will be more in the future but like this time is is amazing I love it so before we get off the raising kids thing I do want to hear the story of Taylor because she posted a a post on Facebook about her youngest daughter Taylor she was um, afraid to go to a pool party Mm -hmm. tell me about it okay so Tay um she's 10 and um she's my firecracker girl she always has been always has been and um i have to kind of set the stage here a little bit 
So, like, the day before the pool party, and, and I will say, too, before starting the story, like, this has been such a prayer for me for them to find community in San Antonio. Yeah. We had been going to a church since August, this past August, and um, they both started going to youth. The youth there let Taylor come because she's in fifth grade, going into sixth Perfect. grade. But they let her come because Reagan was alone, and so that was phenomenal. So they had been going a little bit on and off. But I had been praying for them to have community. And um, they were just on and off. I don't want to go tonight. I want to go. I don't want to go. And I'm like, man, like, what do I do, God? What do I do? Because I want them to be committed into it. And he was like, pray. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. So I just handed that over to the Lord. Well, so um, they started going for like about a month and a half. And there was this pool party coming up end of the summer or the beginning of the summer. And um, the day before the pool party, we spent all day shopping for a bathing suit. It's stressful. Church. church. I don't care how old you are. It's stressful. (laughs) It is. And a church appropriate bathing suit. And so we we went to so many stores, all the things. Finally found one. Well, day of the pool party, um, we're on our way. And I want to honor the girls. So I'm like, hey, do you want me to go in? And they're like, no, mom, no, mom, we're going to walk in. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, try not to cry in the car because this is huge, like so huge for them to do by themselves. And so uh, we pull up, and uh, Taylor's in the front seat. She's like, mom, mom, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. (laughs) And if she's freaking out, (laughs) is Reagan going to be the one? Well, it was wild, I will say. Traditionally, traditionally, knowing Taylor and Reagan growing up, Reagan was always, did not want to talk to you, Mm -hmm. wouldn't make eye contact. She was baby little Melissa who was afraid of talking to people. Yeah, so surprisingly... (laughs) We're sitting in the car. Okay, Taylor's, I'm freaking out. Let's just go home. And we're in front of the place. Like, we're looking at the pool party. And she's like, I want to go home. Let's just go. Let's just go. And Reagan goes, we're going to walk in there like we own the place. Uh, I can't even. I can't even. I was like, okay, Reagan. (laughs) All right. And she was like, yeah, this is no thing. Like, just like real. (laughs) Who are you? Seriously. It's amazing. And I said, no, Taylor, like we have prepared for this. We have committed to this. We have given our word that we would be here. You're going in. Do you want me to go with you? And she was like, no, 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 no. We'll walk in. We'll walk in. So they go walking in. I leave to go get gas, okay? And I'm like, they're good. I'll come back and just, like, read my book in the car, you know, whatever, for an hour. Before I could even get to the gas station, Taylor's called me from the bathroom. And she's like, Mom, come back. Come back. I'm freaking out. I'm in the bathroom. And I'm like... I was like, I'm getting gas. I'll be there in a minute. Well, hurry. And so, like, go back. And I called Jared. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I go in? And rescue her? And rescue her? Or do I... And Jared doesn't have a shy bone in his no, body. No, he doesn't. No, he, he would probably walk in there with, like, a wig on, like, boom box. Right. Like, party, party. He's at the party, you know. He is party. Whatever. Right. But to where, so, um, and then my mama heart broke because I was like, she is in the bathroom. Uh Like, just, I can't even imagine. And keep in mind, I did not plan to get out at this party. So I'm in my pajamas. (laughs) It gets better. It gets better, yeah. I'm in my pajamas, hair, just in a hat, just no makeup on, 
all the things. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And so I go into the party and um, I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm, I just want to leave. And then Reagan's upset because she wants to go swimming, but she won't go swimming without Taylor. And so 30 minutes go by and I'm trying to talk to her. At this point, I'm bribing her. I know that's not good, but I'm like, you, I'll give you $10 if you get in the pool. Do you want me to do cartwheels to go into the pool? I will do cartwheels, you know. <laughs> Mom, you can't do cartwheels. I'm like, watch me, just trying to break the ice or whatever. Well, then um, my friend walks over, and she had dealt with anxiety her whole life. And she's like, let's pray. Aww. And I was like, man, I'm so thankful for you. Why didn't I think about that immediately? <laughs> And um, so we prayed for fear to leave, and I promise you, you saw her shoulders drop. Yeah, and that's amazing. And she got up from her chair, and I want to say she moved like five feet towards the pool, but she took that step. Right. You know, and then I felt like the Lord was like, you sit down. So I went and sat down, and I watched over, a, you know, 15 minutes or so her get closer and closer to the and it was like a uh, waterfall slide so like she had to go up on the ledge and then jump down into the pool Mm -hmm. I don't know why she just didn't get in the pool but (laughs) she chose the hard way the hard way but it worked out but to where she made her way over to the pool and by the end of it so Reagan's up on the ledge and then all the little girls all the little girls of the youth are cheering Taylor you can do it come on, we'll jump with you. We can do it. You know, be brave. Like, and then one, you saw one little girl, like pinky promise, Taylor, Taylor smiling. And then at the end of it, Taylor jumps off with Reagan hand in hand. And to me, I was like, God, you were so amazing. Mom didn't save her. Right. We prayed. Love that. We released that fear, identified the fear, released so the fear, good. and then her community that I have been praying for helped her take that I jump. I love it so much. So, it was so cool. It was that so, is so cool. cool. So, and I love what you just said. Mom didn't save her. Yeah. And it's so important as parents that we don't always jump in to rescue our kids because, yeah. you know, you're not always going to be there. Right. And she has to know how to jump in mm-hmm. even when mom's not there. Yeah. And I love that, which I can relate to that story so much. It's like something funny. <laughs> so when I was in youth, um, the same thing, I had gone from like the elementary school class and now I'm in the junior high class and junior high was with high schoolers. And I was like one of the only ones. And I remember that we would do, um, before, before church on Sunday, we had like Bible study with your like group. And so mine was now youth and no one else in junior high would come early in the morning. So I was the only one like with high schoolers. And remember how I said I have this fear of rejection. Yeah. So I remember the very first time I was supposed to be in youth, I I hid in the bathroom. Yeah. And I pulled my feet up on the toilet. Aww. And I stayed there like the whole time. <laughs> Which was funny because youth then became like a super important part of my life. Yeah. And then it was, it was important while I was in high school Mm -hmm. and then it was important even after high school because I became a youth leader I was a youth pastor for a short time so I mean it's just crazy how you have to face those things that you are most afraid of yeah and then my mom once made me go to a youth conference like she signed me up for and I was so mad at her I remember we argued about it the whole time it was going to be out of town I had to go over the weekend 
it was acquire the fire I don't know if you guys know what that is but it was like a it's a youth conference like a three-day or two-day youth conference and um I didn't want to go and I remember I sat on the edge of my seat that entire weekend and that was the weekend that changed my whole life Mm -hmm. and it was because my mom made me go and she did not listen to but I'm afraid, but I don't want to go. I came back from that having had a real encounter with God. Like if, if I would have before that weekend, I had never experienced the presence of God after that weekend I had, you could not tell me that God was not real because I met him. I met him at that that. conference and I, that, that changed my whole life. Like that was a pivotal moment for the rest of my life. And it happened because my mom made me do something I was afraid of. And so I think it's so important that as parents, we foster an environment for our kids to practice fearlessness. Yeah. I but, like that. Well, and too, the Lord had told me, you're not their friend. You're their mom. It's so good. And I was like, ooh, what does that look like? Because right. I like being friends with my yeah. girls. And know? I told her, she, she feels like their whole life is like a summer party. Yeah. Because a lot of the times it's just the three of them. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, Jared's gone with the military a lot. So just trying to learn, you know, to keep the fun, keep all. But keep, still be mom. Yeah. And still be mom. In I those moments, that. I need to be mom. I'm pretty sure you're killing it. I'm trying, girl. I'm trying. And that's what's humility. Like, just yeah. knowing to be able to say, Holy Spirit, I don't know this. Yeah. And not pretending like you do when you don't. Right, right. And and it's so cool, too, of, like, having those hard conversations with the girls in this time frame of going, like, I don't know all the answers, but let me tell you someone who does. And yeah. make that connection of, you know, you can talk to the Lord just as much as so I cool. can. You know, So cool. So, I love that. Cool. Well, guys, we are really excited about this conference. We're excited about diving deeper into this topic of fearlessness. I told Mel, I want to talk about fearlessness, but I also don't want to preach our messages. (laughs) So there's a lot that we've all been studying that we're going to talk about at our conference. If you want to sign up, you can go to dcctx.church. And you can find the link to register for the SFL Fearless Conference. Um, Mel, how can yes. people find you? Like, what's your Instagram? Instagram? Oh, geez. I think it's like Melissa X Moss, M-O-S-S. We're going to link it in yeah. the show notes as well. So if you I, if you heard her story and you're like, I want to hear more from this girl, which yeah, it's you wild. should because <laughs> she's always got something good to say. Thanks, Follow dude. her on Instagram. And Facebook. I'm, and Facebook. I'm more active on Facebook than Instagram. Oh, do that too. So yeah. that would be just Melissa Moss. Melissa Moss. Yes. Yep. So, guys, we love you. We will see you next time. Before you go, don't forget to register for SFL Conference. Spots are limited and going quickly. To secure your spot and for more information, follow the link in the description.